Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today, we are going to be talking about all of the events from Monday, May 24th of 2020, and one event from yesterday that happened too late, so I'm going to talk about it today. So, we are going to jump right in. I don't really have a lot of, like, things to say. I'm recording this really late because, like I mentioned yesterday, new adjustments, new things happening. Um, We'll get there Um, just every, every... season, there's a little bit of a change. So, um, we're just going to jump right in and start with the Belgian royal family. In Belgium, there were actually no events publicly shared from the Belgian royal household, Um, but I'm still going to talk about one thing because this will be like a week-long thing that's going on, so I want to talk about it early. Um, I don't know how often we'll talk about it. We may just like mention it in passing if things stay as quiet as they have been. Um, But so today in Belgium, Queen Mathilde attended the first night of the final performances for the Queen Elizabeth music competition. So I don't know if this is how this normally goes, um, because there wasn't one last year. So this year, each finalist is given like a night of to their own for their own performance. Um, and then all together, they will be judged separately or like each night will be judged, I think. Um, so Queen Matilde was at the final performance for the night. She was in the royal box. Um, I think there was someone in there too, but I couldn't see who. Um, I don't know that it was a family member or anything like that. Sometimes it could be. Um, it is currently. It was currently not, um, to my knowledge. I only saw her. Um, I didn't actually watch the final. I was watching something else, um, so I didn't actually watch the final. But um, I only saw her for like a brief second in the clip that I or like the five minutes that I watched or something. So, um, not sure really what that's gonna be like right now, um, but that's what was going on at least for today. Um, there was no other anything in Belgium, so I'm not sure when Belgium officially starts their summer. Um, Belgium has a very different kind of summer, I would say, than almost every other country. So Belgium takes almost the whole summer. They they do like a public photo call in June, um, and then their national day is in the middle of July. It's like July 21st. So, and then they have August as well. So I don't know exactly when that starts. Um, I do know the photo call was in like, last year was in like mid-June. Um, after school was over, so they really do take, like, a good amount of time, um, 
or at least did last year because of, I don't know if it was because of the pandemic or what, but they did. Um, so I don't know what this year will look like. I don't know when that starts. I know King Philippe has an event on Friday, um, but that's the only thing on the calendar right now. So I genuinely don't know what's going on. Um, so that is what was going on in Belgium. And now we are going to go ahead and move over to the UK. Today was day four of the Duke of Cambridge's visit to Scotland, but today the Duchess of Cambridge has joined him, so they will be doing engagements together for the next few days. Um, I think the tour and the General Assembly is over on Thursday, so the 24th, the 20th, yeah, so we still have a few more days. It's been a thing. Um, but anyway, very cute, very glad they're together. They always do royal tours really well together. Um, so today they took on a series of engagements focused on preventing drug addiction and crime. Um, so they first visited an organization called Turning Point Scotland to learn about the programs that they have put in place to prevent the cycle of crime and addiction. Because if you don't know, those two things run kind of cyclically with each other. Um, especially in places where drug use is a crime. Um, so this is very general, like kind of stereotyping, but people who use illegal substances will fall into other illegal behavior, typically to feed their addiction. Um, not always, but sometimes, for the most part, they will feed their addiction or their addiction causes them to commit other kinds of crime, um, such as like violent crime, like abuse, domestic abuse, things like that kind of crime. Um, and so it's just this cycle of crime, fall back into addiction, Cre crime, maybe do the time, conviction, and then back into the addiction. Like it's just a cycle. Um, and so there are programs in place all throughout the world that help prevent this. None of them are 100%, um, but there are definitely organizations that try. I have worked for an organization that tried really hard, um, but it's, it's challenging. Um, so that's always a thing. Um, but then they also visited, and I found this one to be the coolest, um, they visited the Scottish Violence Reduction Unit. So this is a unit within the... Um, like, I don't quite know the term for the Scottish police force, but, like, the police force in Scotland has created the Violence Reduction Unit to come up with programming to reduce violent crime and addiction and things like that. So there was an event today. Um, I think this one was especially for the visit. Um but they had like an electronic dance music um, event where they created music through like music production and also just like music because music is a great therapy tool and a great um, normalizing experience. 
So that was really cool. Um, and then they also, like, later, because I was on their social media looking for pictures and stuff earlier, they did, later on, after the Duke and Duchess had left, they did, like, a rock climbing uh, event, which is also really cool. So that's a really cool um, thing. Also, the Duchess of Cambridge made, like, her own little tune um, that she hated, but I thought was hilarious, and it's amazing. Um, and then, so those were their morning-ish events, and then they also spent, like, the lunch hour in the cafe kitchen at Holyrood House, which is the official residence for Queen Elizabeth um, in Edinburgh, and so they cooked together with different organizations uh, supporting vulnerable, I think, vulnerable women and possibly children, um, and then they were distributing those meals to vulnerable families throughout Edinburgh, which is where Holyrood House is. So that was really, really awesome. Um, so that is what was going on kind of public facing. It's the only thing that was going on public facing. Um, and so now I am going to take a quick peek at the court circular if I can get it pulled up. Um, this is always the process. My dog is also panicking for some reason. Um, sorry if you hear her panting. She's sitting right next to the computer that I record on at the moment um, while I pull up. Apple News on my iPad. So, court circular for May 24th. So, this morning, the Prince of Wales held a meeting with leaders um, from, country, from uh, Bangladesh, Malaysia, the Maldives, Rwanda, Singapore, Sri Lanka, and the UK. I have no idea what that is about. Um, and then at, um, so actually, it's titled Palace of Holyrood House. Um, but it's Kensington, so it's the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. So this morning, um, the Duke of Cambridge held a meeting with the general manager of the Barrowland Ballroom. Um, so it seems like this is like an event kind of thing, and this was via video link. So this might come out in a later like social media post after um, the Scotland visit is over. Um, so, okay, um, oh, I love when they share things out of order. Eh, maybe they didn't. Um, no, they didn't. Okay, so that is what was going on in the UK today. Um, and now we are going to move on. Um, we're not going to talk very much about Den we're actually not going to transfer over to Denmark. Uh, I had thought we would, but the only thing happening over there is Queen Margrethe and Crown Prince Frederick are participating in a TV documentary focusing on uh, the royal family and their relationship with the Faroe Islands, which is kind of a, a part of the kingdom of Denmark. Um, but it's, I, it's confusing. Um, and that's the only thing that was happening. I don't, I haven't watched it. I don't understand Danish, so I'm not going to go into too much detail on it. Um, so we are skipping down to Spain because there was nothing going on in the Netherlands and nothing going on in Norway. So let's go to Spain.
So I mentioned this would happen, um, and I knew it was a real possibility that a few things would happen after um, I recorded last night with King Felipe's visit to Ecuador. So reminder, Ecuador is an hour behind my current time zone. So I live in the Eastern time zone of the US. Um, so I like, I have East Coast time and he is an hour behind me. So I'm recording at 8.30, Ecuador is 7.30 right now. Um, so there were things I knew that were gonna happen post recording last night. Um, I'm not exactly sure if I mentioned that he had met with the president. I do think I said that, um, but he did have a meeting with the then current, now former, it's very confusing, um, president of Ecuador. So he was there for the um, inauguration of a new president of Ecuador. Um, and then today, this morning, or and then after that, I'm sorry, I missed an event still. Last night was the, like, celebration dinner, so he, of course, was, like, guest of honor kind of thing at that, um, and then today was the actual inauguration, but before he attended that, um, he visited with the Spanish community in Ecuador, um, which is something he does on every foreign trip. So I'll have a small little highlight. I'm going to post it on Instagram as soon as I'm done recording, um, focused on his trip so it'll have different pictures on it from his trip to Ecuador um so this is something that happens in every state visit every foreign visit he does even if he's just there for like a day like he is with Ecuador I guess technically it's two but um he will always make time for the collective uh Spanish community so this year or this today it was held at the um official residence for the Spanish ambassador to Ecuador, which I think is somehow different than the embassy. Um, so typically they're held at embassies. Sometimes they're held in different locations. I think when they go to the U.S., they hold them different places. I don't think they're always at the embassy, although the embassy in the in D.C. is huge. Um, but they've held them in consulates and different places as well throughout the U.S. if they're not visiting D.C. Um, so that is yesterday and this morning and then the big event of the day was of course the inauguration ceremony of the new president um guillermo lasso is the new president of ecuador um so i found this funny it's like my talking point is king felipe kind of gets a celebrity like a he's a really big deal when he goes to these other countries so he today was like a, he was he of course because he has the highest ranking title is always one of the last people in before like the main event um but so he was obviously like the last person in for the ceremony before the um new president came in um he always just has priority and he just gets a round of applause everywhere he goes. It's really, it's really quite interesting. And then he has like an entourage of like the largest entourage you've ever seen. So with him comes typically like the Minister of Foreign Affairs and other different representatives throughout Spain. It's a lot. Um, and then after the official, um, it's called a Toma de Possession. It's a taking a possession or... Um, Cambio de mano, which is a changing of hands. It's called lots of different things. 
I call it inauguration because that's what we call it here in the States. Um, there was an official lunch hosted by the new president, so by President Lasso and um, his wife, the First Lady of Ecuador, um, whose name I unfortunately did not write down. Um, where, of course, again, Felipe is a huge presence, although somehow seeming to be pushed to the side by Bolsonaro, who's the president of Brazil. So I haven't done any research on this Guillermo Lasso, but I'm thinking he might be a right-wing kind of figure like Bolsonaro or Netanyahu or Trump, um, kind of the buffoony type, but I don't know. That's an assumption. I genuinely don't know. I don't want to be accused of slandering because I don't know. Um, like I said, I've done no research, but Bolsonaro seemed to be very buddy-buddy with the new president of Ecuador. So those were the Spanish events of the day. So now let's go ahead and move on to Sweden. <laughs> were a couple of events in Sweden today. Um, one, I would like to talk about two of them, but I'm probably not going to. Um, so also there wasn't that much to talk about from the second event, nor from the first, but I did a little bit of research, um, more than I normally do at least. So today Queen Sylvia took part in the, um, Stockholm International Peace Research Institute. Um, every year that organization gives a or holds a lecture. Um, this year the lecture was given by the former U.S. Secretary of State, Dr. Madeleine Albright, um, who was the Secretary of State under the Clinton administration. I'm not entirely sure. I think she is the first woman Secretary of State of the United States. Um, but she is a force. Um, I don't really want to go into this too much, but I have met this woman um, and is she's amazing, um, like amazing and so sharp and on it and just her story is incredible. And so I was really curious as to what Queen Sylvia's involvement is. She was not involved. She just watched, which is fine. Like, totally fine. I just thought she would have given, like, an introductory speech or something like that. She did not. All fine. Um, but that's what little I have to say. But that's the research I did on the organization because they didn't even name the actual organization. They just gave the acronym. You guys, my problems are, like, developing even further with the Swedish royal household. Um, okay, so then the final event is um, the meeting of the Nordic Museum and Friends of Skansen um, that Crown Princess Victoria took part in. The big deal of this, and the only thing I have to say about it, is this is the first, second, technically, out of the palace event that Victoria has had all year. It is almost the end of May. Um, and I know that Sweden went into a much more intense lockdown after the new year, after they realized their um, plan for COVID was not working. Um, so props to the Swedish government for figuring that out. Um, 
but it's like a big deal anytime anyone leaves the palace in Sweden anymore because it just doesn't happen. Um, so this is her second event. It still doesn't look like it was a hugely populous event, um, but maybe a little more than the first event at the with the Nobel Prize. So those were the two big things happening in Sweden. I am impressed with the events today. I'm very glad we got to see Victoria out of the house. I love that Queen Sylvia got to like watch a speech by Madeleine Albright. I haven't watched it yet. I probably will because I'm a nerd. Um, but that is what was going on. Um, so those are the events. I know this episode is kind of short. I think I was talking really fast. Sorry. Um, definitely just like been one of those days, really just one of those afternoons. I'll work through it. I'll figure out a schedule. I'll reestablish. Everything will be fine. Um, but we're going to end here. I will talk to you all tomorrow. Please Go visit all the places, thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, like and review this podcast, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Tuesday. Bye.